Hey, mama. So are you a mama working a nine to five and running a business? Maybe you want to start a part-time business, but aren't sure how when you have a full-time job and still have to be a present mama and wife and all the things. Well, in today's episode, I chat with Coach Simi about how to start a business while working full-time. Simi is a career coach for women in corporate who want to be well-paid and fulfilled. She helps her clients secure higher paying and more fulfilling jobs that increase their salary by 10K plus 40K plus euros. Simi shares great tips for navigating working full-time, motherhood, and entrepreneurship. She shares insight into how she successfully runs her business while working full-time without sacrificing motherhood. This was such a great interview full of great tips for all mompreneurs, regardless if you are a full-time or part-time entrepreneur. All right, mama, let's dig into today's episode. Hey, mama. Welcome to the Mama Term Mompreneur podcast. I'm Andrea Singletary, a wife, mom of two, podcaster, and former virtual assistant turned podcast strategist and consultant. Friend, I know you're tired of feeling burnt out with your online business. You know it's time to stop building your business solely on social media, but aren't sure how or where to even begin. You dream of starting a podcast, but figuring out how to monetize it leaves you feeling overwhelmed. If you're ready to get the full scoop on how to monetize a podcast and grow your online business without, wait for it, sacrificing motherhood or your sanity, grab your coffee, pull out that notebook and pen and put in those earbuds and let's dig in. All right. So today on the Mama Term Mompreneur podcast, we have a very special guest. I am sitting down with Simi Awakoya, and she is going to talk to us all about how she balances being a mom, working a full-time job, and running a business. So Simi, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Andrea. I'm so happy to be here. I love your podcast. Oh, thank you. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, what you do, and all about your family. Awesome. So I'm Simi and I am a coach. I'm a career coach for women, specifically for women who want to secure higher paying and more fulfilling jobs. So I have a group coaching program called Search to Secured which helps women achieve this. And I totally love what I do. So as well as being a career coach, I also have a nine to five. So I have a nine to five job in corporate and I'm a wife and I'm a mom of a lovely one-year-old as well. Wow. So I know you are super busy. So it sounds like you have a very successful career that you love. So what led you to start your business? So it's really funny you say that. And I guess I do have a career I love. I love the industry I work in. And I've, I feel like I'm, I've kind of got to a part of my career where I didn't expect I would be in when I first started. And that's exactly why I'm a career coach. Specifically as a Black woman in corporate, I feel there are many unique experiences to us in the industry and kind of climbing the corporate ladder 
And I wanted to see more people doing what I was doing. So if I just give some context about how I actually started, my business didn't actually start as a business. It started as a nonprofit. I was so keen to help women succeed in their careers that I used to run career workshops. And I used to host this at tech companies who would give me their space for free. And I did that for about two years, which I loved doing. And then the pandemic happened. So I actually no longer could run my in-person workshops. I said, okay, how else can I do this? I could have an online coaching program. And that's literally how my business started. And that experience also showed me the value that I was bringing to the women I worked with. So now called my clients and really valuable because I was helping them secure 10K to 40K salary increases, move to new industries, become managers, basically fulfill a lot of their career dreams and aspirations. And I wrapped this all up and this is now my four-week coaching program called Search to Secured. So it's a bit of an interesting journey to get here, but my business really started because I was doing what I loved. I loved where I was and I wanted more women to get to that point. Mm -hmm. So I said, why not? Let me work to help more women do that. And that's exactly how I started my business. Started with my passion. Wow. That is amazing. Like I'm, I'm curious, like what does your day-to-day look like? So I know you work your nine to five. So when do you find time for your business as well as being a mom and all the other things that you do? Okay. So where do I start? So first things first, I have a virtual assistant, so I don't run my business alone. So that's very, I want to really set expectations here because I have many responsibilities. I wear many hats. Mm -hmm. So it means I have to be very organized as well. So I have a VA who really helps organize my life. Mm -hmm. And before I had her, I really didn't know how I coped. I was just basically (laughs) just (laughs) winging it. But yeah, yeah, I have her now. So that's really helpful. So how my day typically looks like is we have stand-ups every week so my B and I so we basically plan out what we're working on every week so special projects marketing basically all the operation stuff in the business yeah so that happens and we kind of know what we're doing every week so that happens and I wake up and my V and I are on Voxer and we're chatting throughout the day and then my husband is so supportive. I'm really lucky to have a husband that supports me. When he met me, I was doing this. So he's kind of pretty much known that I've always had something on the side and yeah. I'm really <laughs> passionate about women. So that's never been an issue. However, another thing that's also something we do is my son's fully sleep trained. So he loves his sleep mm. and he sleeps from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Oh, which that's means nice. I get... <laughs> 12 hours of my evening to do whatever I like. Obviously, I still sleep, but it means I I don't sleep till 12 or 11. So it means I have good hours. And I use my lunch breaks. And I try to basically work is for work, but I still have time for my clients, pockets of time throughout, throughout the day. But literally, if I was to give anyone any tips, VA, sleep training, and supportive partners. That's awesome. And thank you for sharing that because I feel like sometimes people don't share that they have that support and that makes a world of a difference, especially given, like you said, you're working full time, running a business, being a mom, being a wife. So having that support makes a world of a difference. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So how did you go about starting your business while working full time and being a mom? 
So I'll say the first thing I did was I wanted to make sure whatever I did, I did it well. So literally my business really and truly only runs on the weekends, Mm -hmm. which is when I'm putting all my efforts into it. I'm just a real advocate of whatever you are doing, do it to the best of your ability. So a lot of times I used all my evenings and weekends, starting off with a few one-to-one clients before I moved to group, just to kind of finesse and kind of work on my signature framework a little bit. So I would say that was key. I've, obviously, I was doing what I was doing for a very long time for fun as a nonprofit. So it meant I already had a lot of experience under my belt in terms of what I wanted to do. It was just more about how I was going to package the program, how much support was I going to give, when will our calls be, that kind of thing. So I would pretty much say without realizing when I was doing it for fun, I was really honing in on the skills I needed to do this officially and formally. Mm, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So I like that you you pulled from, you know, prior experience and brought it into, you know, doing this and everything. So that's awesome. So how do you find a balance if you can? <laughs> but how do you like balance your career, business and being present for your family? Okay, so this is an interesting one, but I think what I'm I think I'm not a perfectionist and it's very important I say that because I think a lot of times people can feel like their best isn't good enough. And when you have that mindset, you're always chasing something and you never feel in any dimension of your life, your career, your business, your family life, you never feel like you're enough. And because I'm not a perfectionist, I always celebrate the little wins every day. I mean, if I cook cook something, a really nice meal, I'm so proud of myself that day. Like, wow, <laughs> I did this. And I did so many other things as well. I'm like a superwoman. And I luckily I have a like a community of friends and family that are always cheering me on and saying I'm a superwoman. So I mean that really helps. I'm constantly encouraged. When it comes to just showing up in every area of life, I'll say schedule definitely helps. So I mean, my business, I have a very good VA. In my career, I have very clear structure. And I mean, like work-life balance is key at my company. So that helps. And I have a supportive family unit. And I mean, my son really loves his sleep. So that means <laughs> every day at 7 p.m. I'm like, bye. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he also has, he also says bye to me as well. So um, he also wants to go to bed. Yeah. Um, so yes, I really think not being a perfectionist really helps. Mm-hmm. And also having a schedule because it means that you give yourself grace because you're doing so many things in your career. You might as well like give yourself a pat on the back for what you have done well in every element of your life mm-hmm. and then routine, routine. And I would recommend, I really can't underestimate the power of, because I don't know if you've heard of this quote, a family, if a child sleeps well, the family sleeps well. And I feel it really changes the game for just when you're well rested, you can do so many things. You don't really realize how much you need sleep until you get it, especially when you have an infant. Yes. Oh my gosh. I agree so much. Um, Our youngest, she's eight months and she's going through like another sleep regression and it's been a nightmare. (laughs) So compared to like when she was sleeping through the night, like it is a huge difference. It impacts mm-hmm. you and everything, especially when they're so young and then if they're nursing too. So 
Yeah, that makes a world of a difference. And I love that you said that you're not a perfectionist. And I feel like we as moms struggle with that a lot. We try to do everything right. We try to do all the things and you just, you get burnt out. But, you know, showing yourself grace, giving yourself a pat on the back for the things that you do do, the things you accomplish and everything that helps so much, especially in trying to do all of this, run a business, be a mom, be a wife. Um, If you're working a full-time job, doing that as well. So thank you for sharing that. So what tips and words of encouragement do you have for the mom who says she desires to start a business, but doesn't see how while she can, or she doesn't see how she can while she's working a full-time job and raising her children? The first thing I would say is the best businesses come from things you actually enjoy doing. So when you enjoy doing that thing, so for me, it's, I love, I'm like, even in my friendship circle, I'm like chief encourager. I'm always kind <laughs> of giving a practical, like, let's follow these steps. Mm-hmm. Let's stay accountable. Like it's something I naturally do. I coach in my normal life as well. Mm-hmm. So because that's easy for me, it means it doesn't feel like work. For example, you always find time to brush your teeth in the morning. I mean, yeah. you'll be really busy, but you always find time because you want to do it. You don't want to have stinky breath. <laughs> the same way when you love what you do, you will find time to do it. And I know that's very easy to say, but finding times in the evenings when your children are napping, if your partner has taken children out for a walk or something, mm-hmm. sneaking some time to do some work there. I'll say time block as well. Time blocking really helps me because when yes. I say, okay, I'm having 45 minutes to do this. I just need to use that 45 minutes and whatever I do in that 45 minutes just has to be good enough. Like Mm -hmm. if it's email marketing, if it's doing my LinkedIn posts, if it's posting on Instagram, if it's scheduling time to chat to clients, time just has to be enough. And it's, I know it sounds very fluffy sometimes when you hear that, but really it's that simple. Sometimes you just need to say, this is the time I'm dedicating to do this thing. And whatever I create in that time, will be good enough for now and I will iterate on it next time. Mm -hmm. So I would say find time, choose something you love doing. Don't choose a business that trains you. Choose a business that makes you happy, that you actually get joy from. I mean, sometimes it will feel like work, but at the end of it, maybe at the end of maybe the delivery, whether it's a client delivery or whatever it is you're doing, you should get some happiness from it. And I think that makes a lot of a difference. So definitely play to your strengths. Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, I'm big on time blocking. So I agree 100% with that. Um, And even just like I've said in previous episodes, going into that time block and making sure you already know what you're going to work on. So that way you're not wasting time trying to figure out what to work on. Um, And then yeah, getting work done during nap time, when they go down for the evening, getting up before they get up for the day, like just finding those pockets of time and taking full advantage of it. So I love to see that you use those strategies as well. What tips do you have for deciding on a type of business to start as a mompreneur? So I know you said like finding something you love, but do you have any other tips for deciding on what type of business to start? Okay, so I'm just going to put on a little bit of my coaching hat here and maybe just give some maybe raw raw things I considered and the thoughts I had 
Mm-hmm. So obviously there are two types of businesses you can have. You can have a product-based business or you can have a service-based business. And that really tells you a lot about how you are going to be spending your time. Because if you have a product-based business, you'll be doing more stuff around product development, product roadmap, sourcing, maybe procurement, sourcing the materials. I don't know what you, it is that is the product. It could be baking a cake, bakery, it could be something technical, mm-hmm. who knows. But product has a different, it's like, a, that's a different beast. I can't say I can speak much about it, but I know that that's more about behind the scenes work before it gets into the hands of the customer versus service-based work. So I'm in the services space, so I'm not a service provider, I'm a coach. So in the coaching space, there's so many ways you can monetize your knowledge, let's call it that. Mm-hmm. There are courses, which is like you make it once and then you just focus on marketing it. There are coaching programs like what I do, where you talk to your clients. And sometimes you can have a course as well. I have a course as well. And you can have a community where you're in talking to your clients on like a weekday or daily basis, whatever your cadence is. Mm -hmm. So it's just about how you want to package your knowledge to give to the world. If it's product, I mean, can't speak much on that, but there's a lot of product development you have to do. And if it's coaching for your business, your focus needs to be, how am I going to get my clients a result? So if it's a course, how am I going to create the steps my client needs to get this result and teach it in a very easy, straightforward way? If you're a service provider, how am I going to make my client's life easy by defining what I need from them to start and then giving them a set of deliverables at the end? So the different types of business models, but you need to think about how that works and how that would fit into your life. Right. So once you figure out, okay, this is the business model I want, then you can now start figuring out how much time do I need per week to be able to deliver on these things. So those are the things you can consider. I love that. And I love that how you said figuring out how to package your knowledge. And some of the moms that I've connected with, they kind of hold back because they think that they have to go do another course, do another training or something. And it's like, no, you have a skill set that you can package and sell. Like somebody wants the knowledge you have, the yeah. experience you have. So thank you for saying that. I'm glad that was helpful. <laughs> yes. Okay. So what is your number one mompreneur hack? Wow. Oh, there are many. But I think my number one is... I think it's definitely because I wouldn't say we sleep trained. I think we more have taught him how to sleep. I think once your child or your children can sleep, you really get this freedom. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like you have more hours in the day. And I know obviously sleep regressions happen. We've had that as well. So it's not like there haven't been times where he hasn't slept. There have been times, but the majority of the time is when it's going well and he's sleeping well. And it really, really makes a difference. So. Obviously, there are different ways to teach your kids how to sleep. Some are gentler than others. Obviously, the gentle route is what I always recommend. Only do what you're comfortable with. But I think it really gives you that freedom that your child is sleeping happily and everyone else is happy and you can do your work without guilt or shame or feeling bad. Like, well, my child's still awake at 11 p.m. and I'm here (laughs) working, (laughs) you know? So, yeah, I think that's that's literally what's got me (laughs) to this point. (laughs) Where I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. So I think that's the number one I'll say. 
Okay. And did you follow like a certain program? Because I know there's like taking care of babies and like other ones out there. Did you follow a certain one? No, no we didn't. I think ours was much just more giving him a routine. So I think making sure and little cues that because the thing about sorry I'm going into like a sleep training masterclass that's here, okay <laughs> the thing about when children are young is that they thrive off routine so they need hints or cues that it's sleep time and sometimes kids some kids associate sleeping to things like hugging your mom hugging their mom or being fed or and those although are obviously good in the early days the longer a child has those cues they kind of have those sleep associations where I need mom to be next to me for me to sleep. So it's more of taking them away in a gentle fashion and showing, okay, a sleep association is having your bath, is me singing you this song. Sometimes you don't want to obviously always sing a certain song, but if that's what you need in the beginning to at least give them a different association. And okay, when you wear your pajamas and when I put on your nappy for you, this is all part of getting ready for bed. So kind of embracing that routine more, children start getting the hint. Okay, at this point, mom and dad put off the light and this is when I know that it's bedtime. So you've done a couple of things before that have shown them that, okay, we're getting ready for bed now. When you do that every evening, they're going to start like, so it was more of there's no formal name for it, but it was more of establishing routine that really helped us. Okay, thank you. You're helping me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so it's, it's literally, I think a lot of times, I, I think for, for my case specifically, it was just sleep association. I was a sleep association. Mm. I needed to be there and we just needed to introduce other sleep associations. Okay, yeah, I think that's what I need to do for my daughter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, before we end our conversation, how can my audience connect with you and learn more about your services? Awesome. So the best way to connect with me is through my email list. If you go on my website, www.coach-simi.com, there is a link to join my email list, which is called the Well-Paid and Fulfilled Email Series, which is specifically for women who want to move to higher paying and more fulfilling jobs without hundreds of applications. We are less stress, a no stress zone. <laughs> My clients are literally getting jobs they want without sending hundreds of applications. And I believe more women should be able to have easy and peaceful job searches. The well-paid and fulfilled email series is where you should be. So just head to my website, coach-simi.com and join my email list. All right. And I will make sure to link that in the show notes. Well, thank you so much for sitting down and chatting with me today and just sharing all about how you balance it all. Um, this was a really good conversation. You are so welcome. It's been lovely speaking. All right. Mama, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. If this podcast gave you the insight you needed to take your online business to the next level, would you do me a huge favor and leave a review? Leaving a review will help us reach all the mamas who are ready to take their current business to the next level through podcasting without sacrificing motherhood or their sanity. I love, love, love reading your reviews. Also, I am all about community and building a village. 
I would love it if you join me in the Mama Turn Mompreneur Facebook group. Remember, you are doing amazing, Mama. Much love, and I will chat with you again soon.